for it to be This is small town music This is big town music He's ahead of his time, you know But he can't use it If only he could prove it Well, tomorrow's just a song away A song away A song away Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis. Oh, and I'm Kyle Dotson. We're really messing this up. One of us is verified on Twitter. I know. One of us got denied being verified on Twitter. Hmm. We'll let the audience figure it out. <laughs> uh, what's that, Kyle, tonight it's just me and you. This is like our hard and heavy episode when we did hard and heavy. It is. Uh, we're just, it's you and I. Mm-hmm. Your brother's here though. Casey's sitting in. Yeah. He's real enthralled texting. Yeah, right now. texting, not paying attention. Who? What are you texting? I was told not to talk. So. <laughs> Who are you text? What are you texting? Tell me. Why'd you grab your throat like the? Well, yeah, like, like you that. had the like you had the like, vape- Lin- like Linda Richmond. <laughs> yeah, like you have the vapors. <laughs> I thought the cord was gonna come forward. So. Oh. What are you? Who are you texting? A bunch of people. About what? Different things. Hey, I'm on a podcast. It's boring. Are you are you sexting with with Andrew Weiner? It's not Andrew, is it? Anthony. It's Anthony Weiner. Yeah. I sex with Andrew. You got the regular part right. I se- I sex with Andrew Rich. <laughs> oh, so, a bombs. A bombs. So uh, so Casey, you're out here visiting. Yes. What do we do when you come out to visit? What do we usually do? We play tennis. Right. Did we play tennis yet? Yeah, we played today. That's right. We did. Who won? Well, I want to preface this oh. by saying I have bruised ribs. The person who won is verified on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> His game has totally stepped up, though. Oh, nice. So it was, uh, it was, I thought it was pretty even Steven today. Yeah, the first set was the best. That was the closest. Mm, that wasn't the best. I think that, what was the set that was the, the, the biggest gap in the win? 6 1 was the second set. Yeah, that was the best set. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it's great to have you here, Casey. No, I'm going to turn Thank your you. microphone down now. <laughs> did you really turn it down? Yeah, I did. You can turn it up a little bit. He's texting. What are you texting for? I'm just pulling out my phone. Why? I don't get a lot of texts, so when I get them, I have to make you sure You know what? I There's only one guy that pays less attention than you, and Kyle, who is that? <laughs> That's Murray. Right. I'm attentive. Watching, I'm you ready watch to go. Surf, you going to watch surf videos? You're going to plan your trip to Kuwait? Oh my I'm ready God. to go. All right. Kyle, what are you up to? Um, We're eating chips, so I'm sorry, but I wanted some chips, so you're going to hear a lot of Sinead walking around. I'm I'm really not not doing that much. I'm drinking a pretzel beer. Yeah, it smells like pretzels. It's a a shock top. Yeah, it's a shock top. uh, Casey, you don't drink, and you're taking a swig of that. Mm. Terrible? (laughs) It tastes like any other beer. We're going to drink drink absinthe. That's really gross. No, I can taste a little pretzel uh, yeah, flavor like, in there. It's like a salty. Is that a, a limited edition? It says it's right supposed, at the top. It's supposed to be, but no, right at the top. They've Label. had it. They've had it year round. What's it say? Limited edition. Maybe they're just going to limit it to a couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Should we get right into it? Do we have a new? Mu- do we have anything new? New music roundup? No. We have got nothing. No. All right. This might have been a mistake. We don't even have a first listen or anything. I don't have a first listen. Nothing. Nothing. What about Steven Tyler? Is he around? Um, He might be around. I saw him earlier. I saw him eating. He was out in the 
out on the bench. He was eating. I wonder what he was even. eating. I have no idea. He looked like he was eating a hot dog and something else. Yeah. And cornbread. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> that was the loudest drop. I ever. don't know why. I think it's mixed weird. Should we not record tonight? <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. Here's what we're doing tonight. Doing something we call uh, foos and goos. Kyle's uh, top three favorite bands is the Foo Fighters. Yeah. And one of my bottom uh, bottom 50 <laughs> bands is the Goo Goo Dolls. <laughs> what? I thought you were going to say like one of your bottom three bands. <laughs> a bottom three band. I should have said that. Uh, so we're going to play, Kyle, you're going to play your favorite Foo Fighters songs. Yeah. And I'm going to play uh, some of my favorite Goo Goo Dolls songs. Yeah. And that's what we're going to do. We'll give you a little information about these two bands. Mm-hmm. And then we'll talk about it. And it's not a competition. No. We're not, you know, we're not, there's no scorekeeping. We're just going to have, uh, we're going to have fun with it. Kyle, do you want, how many songs do you have up in the, in your, uh, I loaded have, up in your, I have 15. Musical rifle. I have 15. 15. And I have, I have 16 because I'm going to do the play out right. song. So why don't you go ahead and go first? Should I go first? Yeah. I don't want to though because it's foos and goos. So All right, then like I'll, I'll go first. Yeah. Maybe I'll drop one of mine somewhere. Okay, um, so the what I didn't want to do is make it basically a Foo Fighters greatest hits. Right, and I, can, I, I didn't want to do that either. Yeah, I mean, I have some that I guarantee you people have heard before, but I tried to delve a little bit deeper. But uh, Foo, do, do the Goo Goo Dolls have a greatest hits album? They do have a greatest hits album. Um, Foo Fighters has a greatest hits album, David. and that's pretty great. That's a good one to dive into. But Are you have, saying that a greatest hits album is pretty great? I'm saying it's pretty good. I mean, inc- sometimes they suck. Would it include the best of the? No, it is a good one. Yeah, uh, it's got two new tracks on it too. Well, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna play one of those, and those totally belong on the greatest hits. Both album. of them are good. Yeah. Which one are you gonna play? I'm gonna play war- word forward. Oh, and the other one's called uh, Wheels. Wheels yeah. Those are both great. I know we've played Wheels before, so yeah. let's hear this one. Goodbye, Jimmy. Farewell, you. Must be on my way. I've had enough of you. Was a young man proud and true, just a simple boy with nothing left to lose. Yeah, that that rocks. That's, That's a pretty, pretty good. great song. Yeah, I love that song. I'm pretty sure he wrote that for one of his friends who died of cancer. No, oh, really? Yeah. That's sad. Yeah. Way to bring us down. <laughs> Why couldn't we talk about cancer stuff later on the show? I don't know. I just wanted to bring it up. I might go chronologically. Oh, okay. You don't have to. Well, clearly I didn't start, no. so... What year did the Foo Fighters uh, start? 94. 94. So the band, uh, the band I'm playing, the Goo Goo Dolls, they predate the, the Foo Fighters by... Eight years? Se- yeah, about seven years. First album came out in 87. Which is surprising to me because I kind of think of them more as a 90s band. I, I agree with you. I agree with you. 
First album came out in 87. I don't have anything off of that. But what's interesting about this album is we know, uh, we know Johnny Resnick as the, as the primary songwriter and lead vocalist of the Goo Goo Dolls. Right. But not on the first album. Uh, Robbie, and I don't know how to say this guy's last name. He's still in the band. Takak? Takak? T-A-K-A-C. Yeah, that's, that's a weird one. It's a weird, we'll just call him Robbie. But on the first album, Robbie sings lead vocals on every song. Hmm. Which is very, very strange. How do you make that, that switch? Yeah, I wonder if that was like a producer. I don't know, because like the first two releases are pretty independent um, releases. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Then the second album, I don't have a song off this one either. It's called Jed. And um, Johnny Resnick sings lead vocals on just two songs. Hmm. I know. It's crazy. So that brings us to the first album that I do have a song off of. The, the first two albums uh, are hard to find and out of print and all that stuff. So I just never own them. I don't have yeah. them. So the first album I have is from 1990. The album's called Hold Me Up. And on this song, they pretty much, uh, they pretty much split the lead vocal duties uh, across the boards. They even, they even do a co-lead vocal on one track. But the, the first song I am going to play on, uh, from Hold Me Up is a song called um, uh, There You Are. This is a band that I like never really think of mm-hmm. other than their hits, but yeah. I usually like what I hear. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree with you. And this, uh, I don't, I don't like this album that much. That's one of, uh, for me, that's one of the, obviously one of the better songs in the album, in my opinion. They also do a cover of a Prince song called Never Take the Place of Your Man. And they have a, a guy named Lance Diamond. He sounds, he sounds African-American. And so I'm going to say, I'm not trying to be racist, but he does. And he, he sings lead on that song. Oh, cool. Yeah. So um, at this point, the, they're on. Uh, they're listed as a punk rock, college rock band, and their label is uh, Metal Blade Records, which mm-hmm. is very, very independent type yeah. label. Rock so. and Peace, Lance Diamond. He died in January 4th, 2015. Oh, boy, recently. What'd he die of? Mm, that doesn't say. He was an American lounge singer and radio personality. His uh, career spanned uh, 40 years, hmm. and he died of heart complications. Wow. Well, there we go, folks. Uh, cancer and heart complications. Guess how old he was. 69. Yeah, up top, top of my brother. Top of my brother, 69, right? Hey, you're going to go out. That's the age. Not for <laughs> me, though. I'm going to go out way later than that. <laughs> All right, what's your next song? You're not going to go chronological. No, because That's already, good. Let's mix it up a little bit. Um, this is from their second... Um, most recent album, Wasting Light, and I think this is my favorite. There's, it's from their second most recent? Yeah. Because there's Sonic Highways and Wasting Light was right That's before That's a confusing that. sentence. I thought you were going to say their second album. No, their second most recent album. 
I don't like that sentence at all. <laughs> How does that hit your ear? It makes perfect sense to me. Really? Yeah. Oh, your yeah. brothers. Um, this is uh, Arlandria. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm pretty sure this is my favorite song off this album. Don't say there's nothing more to say. Come on, hear me out. Hush, hush, settle down. Button up, don't make a sound. Shame, shame, go away. Come again some other day. This is uh, this is one of their best albums. Yeah, I mean it is so good. Yeah, top, like you can put that on and just listen to it straight through. Top and to bottom, it's great. And it closes with "Walk," yeah. which you know from the end credits of Thor. Also closes out Thor. Closes out Thor. Yeah, closes out the album. Closes out Thor. Mm-hmm. I love it. Rope. Yeah. Bridge burning. Has a lot white, of uh, white limo is great. White Dear limo. Rosemary. White limo is Donald Trump's favorite car of choice. <laughs> Uh, has a lot of uh, guests on here, including uh, Bob Mould is mm-hmm. on a couple songs. Fee Wable of The Tubes. Butch Vig produced it again. Krista Novolesic from uh, Nirvana plays bass mm-hmm. on, uh, on, a, on a track. Great. They did, recorded it on um, analog, on tape. Mm-hmm. The uh, CD Dave's came... Dave's Garage. In Dave's Garage. Uh, you bought the CD, you got a piece of the actual tape Yeah. in the... Um, in the CD and throw that right in the trash. <laughs> Not the CD, that piece of tape. What are you going to do with that? We could go to piece of tape. What if we rounded up all the pieces of tape, put them together? And it wasn't even that. It wasn't it was even like that. like Peter and the Wolf. Or, or it was like Cheech and Chong. <laughs> Dave's not home, man. Dave Grohl's not. That's my Cheech. I don't know if that was Cheech or Chong. Let's move on to some Goo, uh, Goo Goo Dolls action. This is their uh, from their fourth album. Now, this to me, this is when they really hit a real rockin' stride. This is uh, this is a fantastic album, Superstar Car Wash. Who's at that car wash? Oh, there's probably uh, Burt Reynolds is probably yeah. there. Brad Pitt, mm-hmm. probably uh, probably uh, Sandy Bullock. Yeah, Jennifer Aniston's probably there. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a there's uh, superstars, man. John Voight. John Voight's not there. He used to he used to go, but then he yeah. lost his membership. <laughs> Once he let my uh, nephew almost choke to death at a Greek restaurant here on Ventura <laughs> Boulevard. We passed that restaurant on the way here. I pointed that out. Yeah, I pass that all the time. Yeah. I always point it out. Do you do you hold your God? Do you do this when you I I look to see if John Voight's there. And then you and then you drive up <laughs> on the curb and knock him down. So this is in nineteen ninety three. Now at this point there uh, Metal Blade is acquired by Warner Brothers Records. So this is like their first major mm-hmm. uh, records release. Um, they worked with a lot of producers early on that I've never even heard their names. Uh, Gavin Mc- McKillop, I don't know who that is, but this album sounds great. It rocks. And let's listen to a song called Girl Right Next to Me. You changed my face. 
might have been pushing the limits of how much we're allowed to play on that one. How much did we play? Mm, right around a minute 30. It was a little 30? less. Yeah. Right. A little a little longer clip, but I wanted to get a full impact of that song. Yeah. The uh this album has a uh, for anyone for all you um replacements fans, there's a song on this album called We Are the Normal, which the band co-wrote with Paul Westerberg. So oh, cool. Get crazy on that. And also for all those Polly Shore fans, the song Fallen Down is in the feature film Son-in-Law. Well, look, I don't, I don't know about that, but I love that film. I mean, that's a fantastic film, Son-in-Law. Weird I think, that it's not in the movie Falling Down. I know. I think <laughs> Carla Gugina is in this, uh, is in that movie, and she is one hot piece of biscuit. Yeah. Is that something? Is that something people say? Maybe. That movie made uh, budget was twenty million dollars. That made uh, thirty-six million. So that's a success. Yeah. That is a successful so, film. So in about two years, we'll have a son-in-law, too, where Pauly yeah. Shores meets his son-in-law. Yes. And also, that was written by, this movie was written by six people. <laughs> so um, that's way too many. That should be the funniest fucking movie you've ever seen. Six people write it. Unless six unfunny people write the, it. The only movie that's written by six people that's pretty good is World War Z. I like World War Z. Yeah, that's not a bad movie. Yeah, I like it. Uh, Superstar Car Wash was an actual car washing business uh, on Williams Street, just outside of the downtown region of Buffalo, New York, their yeah. hometown. Yeah, let's uh, let's head over there, get a car wash. Yeah. All right, what's up with you? By the way, um, I'm hoping that uh, all the listeners at least like one of these bands. Yeah. <laughs> or this is a wash for them this it's week. Just, yeah, sorry. Foos rhymes with goose, guys, so I put <laughs> that together. <laughs> and if you don't like it, you're a coos. <laughs> I'm drinking why some, don't we do I'm that? Why don't, play, why don't we do foos, goos, and coos? And we would have played, you know, s- stuff by uh, I don't know who would have been our coos. I don't know. I don't want to call any lady that. Yeah. Who would it have been though? D. Snyder. <laughs> <laughs> He's that's a man. Oh, the makeup's what? throwing you off. But the name's D. <laughs> I do not like Twisted Sister. <laughs> Just cannot get into Twisted Sister. How do you celebrate Christmas without them? Oh, I love. I love. Uh, do we have any? Do you have any of that in there? I do not. I don't How think. do you know? I don't know. Type it in if you have that in here. You might. It might be our lucky day. <laughs> but no one else. The listener. The listeners. It's not their lucky day. Listen. Oh, it's password protected. What do you mean? I, I I know the password. For this person, I don't even know whose that is. Ugh, I don't either. Forget it. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, Forget the it. listener won. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
so this is also off of Wasting Light. This actually closes off the album if you bought it at Best Buy. Mm. This is uh, a lot of times, you know, Foo Fighters will release a, I mean, a lot of bands do this, but they'll release a bonus track and you're like, how did this not make it on the album? Because this is right in line. This is perfect. This is called Better Off. Very nice. Off. That's a great bonus track. As good as anything on the album. Yeah. It'd be, I mean, it's just as good. It's better on the album. Yeah. I have that. I have that version too. Yeah. The version also comes in a jewel case instead of a digipack. Yeah. Fuck that digipack shit. I don't mind it if it's nice looking. Fuck it. And it has like a tray in it, but when I have to slide well, yeah. it out like it's a AOL trial disc. I agree. If it's got a tray attached to a plastic tray in there. Yeah. Guys, feel free to go on the Facebook page, and we'll start a conversation about digipacks. Um, but it, yeah, when it's just a generic like slide, the last couple of Springsteen albums are just like a, a flip floppy thing. Piece of shit. The writing on there is terrible too. <laughs> Took a cat and have a hat and <laughs> went to Harry's place. Well, that's how. That's how Pardo sings. Uh, <laughs> Captain had, Jack. Captain Jack. <laughs> Captain Jack is wearing a hat. That's not even how that song goes by Billy Joel, but that's how Pardo always sings it. Uh, Better Off is also on the iTunes Deluxe Edition. Of, uh, oh, well, look at you well, with all so. the trivia. Thank case, you. Uh, in case you're, yeah, you don't want to give Best Buy your business, which I don't blame you. Well, you played, uh, you played two songs in a row off Wasting Light, and i got to be honest, I'm going to stick with uh, Superstar Car Wash for one more song. This song is called, and this song is great. This is Stop the World. Yeah, that's a great song. Superstar Car Wash, folks. Pick that album up. That's a good album. Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe people uh, 
don't think they like either of these bands and they hear some of these songs and go, oh, I know that song. Yeah. Or, oh, I like that song. Maybe people will go cherry pick and put together their own Foos, Goos, and Coos, which would be, <laughs> again, it'd be Foo Fighters, uh, Goo Goo Dolls, and some D Snyder. This is from the Foo Fighters album that only has three people on it. It's a trio. Who would win in a street fight? The Foo Fighters tr- trio or the Goo Goo Dolls power trio? Hmm. I would think. I would think the Foo Fighters because you have Dave and Taylor. Yeah. I mean, Nate's going down first. Nate's done. Nate looks like Matt Belknap. <laughs> Nate's running away. And no offense to Matt Belknap, but Nate's going down. I saw Nate at uh, the tennis court where I play. The one right over here one day. Really? Yep. I've seen Nate and... I've seen, see and, the ball boy? No, he, he was actually playing, I think. I didn't see him playing, but he was in the uh, lobby. And, it's, and I knew his name, too. I was like, Nate, big fan. He's he, he looked around for everyone else. Yeah, he's like, Whoa, you, you want to talk to Dave? He went, oh, I don't work here. <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah I agree I don't uh I don't see the Foo Fighters uh, uh losing against the Goo Goo Dolls. Yeah. Um cuz so the you- one Goo Goo Doll looks like a hobbit. <laughs> <laughs> so I Nate might even be able to take that guy out. Yeah. Take him out at the hairy toes. <laughs> they have a battle of wits. This is um this might be uh my favorite Foo Fighters album. Really? Yeah. I really like this album. This is a great one. I was looking at it. It was a little hard for me to pick a song off of here, but I tried to pick one that... It's really hard to pick a song off of here. I don't think anyone's heard. This is called Nothing Left to Lose. This is from 1999. This is also a bonus track um, from the Australian-Japanese mini LP. I think they re-released it on something else, but I can't find it. I don't even think I have this song. Uh, I can give it to you. If anyone wants it, just email me and I'll be able to... I don't think we can say that. I don't think we can give songs oh, we away can't? for free. Hey, whatever you do on your own time, Kyle, that's up to you. Hey, if anyone wants, I can point you in the right direction. Yeah. <laughs> wink, wink. Uh, but this is, uh, I'll burn it to you on a CD and I will mail it to you. This is. I don't uh, think you can do that either. Mm, it's sharing, man. Is this called Fraternity? Yeah, this is called Fraternity. I don't even think I've heard this song really? before. This is a great song. I'll be the judge. Love it. That album was produced by a guy named Adam Casper, who's worked with Queens, Ooh, he's of, the a ghost. Sto- Queens of the Stone Age and Pearl Jam and Soundgarden. So he was, uh, he's all entrenched in that, uh, that Seattle sound for mm-hmm. sure. But uh, he did a nice job on this. I really yeah. like this album a lot. Good, good choice. Thanks. I know you didn't, uh, you were trying to avoid uh, hits, but uh, it's kind of hard to, Foo Fighters, they got, a, they got some hits, so I can't avoid this song. This is from... Um, you mean the Goo Goo Dolls? Yeah, the Goo Goo Dolls, <laughs> Kyle. 
is from their fifth album. Now they're still they're on Warner Brothers, but it's still Warner Brothers slash Metal Blade. So they haven't gone mm-hmm. full on Warner Brothers yet. But uh, this album was uh, this was their big breakout. This is this one went double platinum. It had a top five single, and um, it's called it's from the album called A Boy Named Goo. And I think everyone knows this song. I don't know if everyone likes it. I I, I like this song, so I hope everyone does. Uh, name. Oh, that was the wrong one. Sorry. Even though the moment passed me by, I still can't turn away. Cause all the dreams you never thought you'd lose, tossed along the way. I think with this album, this is where we start to get the signature Goo Goo Doll sound that we're that will then will carry them through for the next uh, ten years or so. Yeah, and for better or worse, I mean, because they those other songs I played really rock, mm-hmm. and they still have rockers on the upcoming albums. But um, name really just is like, oh, this is oh, this is it. Well, this it almost seems like because this became a hit, maybe that's why they kind of leaned more towards towards that. Yeah, that's um, that happens. Mm-hmm. You want to make money, right? Yeah. I mean, this is their fifth album, so by then they're like, we we fucking need a fucking thing happening here. Yeah. Like the Foo Fighters were basically successful from the jump. Yeah, because it was it was just Dave the first album. Yeah. But the name Foo Fighters. Yeah. I mean, they've. I don't think they've had any downtime as far as no. Critical or or commercial success, they've no. just powered through since the get go. Yeah, I mean it, it's probably part in uh, the fact that Dave was from Nirvana. Yeah, I mean that 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 was uh, there was a curiosity factor for yeah. sure to where what the drummer from Nirvana has a band. Fuck that! And we've said oh, it, we've this said is really it, good. We've said it a million times. The Foo Fighters is probably the the last great rock band. So I think far. the Foo Fighters is the last great rock band that can that can actually maybe like, not the last great rock band we'll hear, but the last rock band that will actually make a living for the rest of right. their lives, selling out selling, stadiums, yes, and and, and publishing and have yeah. their songs played and yeah, and just uh, because the music business is fucked. Yeah, basically, I'm gonna fix it though. Oh how I came up with this. Are same- you gonna make it great again? I am. You're going to make the music business yep. great again? Yep. yep, I am. I have a thing uh, called an MP5 player. I'm going to bring back the... I'm going to bring back... I'm going to get rid of all the FYEs, all the fries, all the Best Buys. I'm going to bring back the wall. Okay, that's what I'm going to do. The music store, the wall. I'm going to build the wall. It's going to be beautiful. 
Was there a music store once called The Wall? Yeah. There was. And you could put a sticker on the back of your CD. There was a lifetime guarantee of anything broke. You could just return it for another Where one. Where was this store? They were all over. I think it turned... I think FYE bought them. Will they still honor that sticker? <laughs> I don't think so. You said lifetime guarantee. Well, until the... The, the business isn't, or until the business goes up. And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey, Rock Solid listeners. This week's episode is brought to you by T Public. That's T E E P U B L I C dot com. Now, this is the place where you can get hysterical t shirts. You can get a Boyd Aviation t shirt. You can get a Dunder Mifflin t shirt. You can get a Green Eggs and Hamilton shirt. All kinds of stuff. And not only t shirts, you can also get hoodies, mugs, Laptop sleeves, phone cases, notebooks, prints. Each item comes in different colors and different sizes. And you can find everything at the Tee Public website. Again, that's T-E-E-P-U-B-L-I-C dot com. Also, for rock solid listeners, there's going to be a designated link attached to this episode. And if you click on that link, you're going to get 30% off every item at Tee Public. You're also going to get $14 t-shirts. Every t-shirt is going to be $14. This is a huge pre-Thanksgiving sale. It's going to start on November 2nd, and it's going to end on November 7th. So guys, what are you waiting for? Go to your computer. Click on this link. Save some money. Get some fun t-shirts. Christmas gifts. This is great. Get this stuff, okay? tpublic.com. Go there. Get it. Thanks. Now back to the show. You and I have a trick we do. When we have something that uh, breaks or... I don't know if we're allowed to say this. I think we are. If something breaks or something fucks up that we buy and we've had it for like a month or two, we just go back to the store, we buy a brand new one of that exact same thing, and then we return the fucked up one in the packaging... With that receipt. With that receipt. That yeah, didn't work. It wasn't working. <laughs> oh, okay, sir. Was that on your card or cash? Whatever. Do you, so do that. Do you I don't want, think that's... I don't. If you buy something... And you didn't drop it or, here's, here's, I mean, well, I'm not talking like we dropped it or broke it. I'm talking, it just go, you buy a toaster and it just goes bad after here's, two here's months. A, here's another s- small amended <clears throat> amendment to that trick. Okay, okay. A lot of times they'll scan your uh, card or mm-hmm. your license and you're only allowed to return so many things. Within, oh, I have three driver's license, Kyle. So within so many days. So always when you buy the new item that you're going to use then to return, always pay with cash. Oh, Kyle, because that's then they, great. Then they just here you go. Here you go. When you pay with cash, here you go. You can't really scan anything. That's pretty good. Yeah, I like that. Cool. Are you learning something, Casey? Do you return stuff? Yeah, sometimes. All right, that's enough out of you. <laughs> I don't really like to dick around with returns, though. I mean, usually hey, you just you just uh, you'd just be stuck with some shit product. I mean, oh, if it's shitty, but I, I mean, normally I mean, I'm, here, I'm pretty here, lucky with the stuff I get. The thing is, like, if I buy something, it should last. You know, along like I don't do that with like a pair of shoes or something like that. But if I buy a CD and I'm playing it, you know, even for a year, and then after that it goes kaput. What if you tried to return a CD five years after you bought it and you just go, you know what, the music doesn't hold up anymore. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like shit now. Yeah, it's not good. Let me ask you about a CD. I was thinking about this the other day. Can I throw a CD in my swimming pool and uh, and let it sit there for a week? If I pull it out, would it still play? The I would say maybe with water, if you dry it off, obviously. Yeah. Maybe with water, with a swimming pool, the chlorine or the chemicals might do something to the CD itself. I'm not sure this seems like a Mythbusters 
I think I'm going to have to throw a CD in our pool. What if the Mythbusters had a podcast? They don't. And it was just, all right, we're going to do this. And then they doesn't do it. work. <laughs> no visual. No visual. Uh, oh wow, that explosion that. was now, crazy. Now, what if I throw a vinyl album? This might be. This might be how we determine which you, is better, you vinyl can, or CD. You can. The I, label would peel off the the album. You can buy a, th- a thing from for the album that you like. Actually, wash it with like dish soap, I guess, to get all like the dirt and stuff out of it. And then you can pour like a gl- like a wax glaze on it, mm-hmm. and it hardens. And then you peel that off, and it peels all the stuff out of the grooves. Oh, you know what that is? A lot of work <laughs> for subpar sound. Yep. I can put a CD you know in the bottom you, of a swimming pool and it sounds the same. I think. You, you I know think. What? I'm not sure. You I still think. you still have to flip it over when you when it hits that. Yeah, you have to clean two sides of it. <laughs> bullshit. That's bullshit. If it's a Journey uh, Frontiers, you only clean side one because side two blows. <laughs> the worst. I can get inside of an album. You you store it with side two facing up. No, absolutely. So it just gets dust all over that. I actually serve <laughs> chips on side two. I have uh, salsa there. Walk around. Uh, okay, you're up. I, pl- I play name, top five hit. This is uh, this was this is another uh, a rarity. This is on the B side to the All My Life single. From this is insane what you're doing today. You this this wasn't B sides demos. No, no, and I know, I know, but uh, I figured I'd All right. dig a little deeper. This is a song that was originally recorded as Make a Bet, and they reworked it and called it Win or Lose. And now, you know they recorded this whole album and then hated it and re-recorded it. Yep. And I love this album. This album's great, yeah. This is a great album. I don't yeah, know how they recorded it f- like in a big studio and they just it wasn't working and yeah. they went to like some random town. I think it was like I think in Virginia and they went to like a house and just recorded it there in like a few weeks. So uh but yeah, this was recorded during that time. Yeah. And this is called Winter Lose. And I made a mistake. It's actually recorded during the next uh, the one by one sessions. Because hmm. that's when it, well, that's when all all my life was is the is the number one track from that, and this is on the B side of that album. So that's when it was recorded. All right. So when I said I love this album, what album were you referring to? I was referring to Nothing Left to Lose. I thought you were still talking about that one. No, I was referring to One by One. one by yeah, one. I was getting confused. One by One, I thought was the one that they recorded. It is okay. You're right. You know what? I'm going to say this about uh, the Foo Fighters. I love every one of their album covers. Yeah. And that's hard to pull off. Uh, every mm-hmm. band, some bands have really clunky album covers. Yeah, sometimes. but like even the, even the first one on, of this is great with mm-hmm. the ray gun and yeah, you know, coloring the shape is cool. Yep. Yeah. I mean, in your honor's good. There's nothing left to lose is great with the yeah. the FF tattoo. Patience, uh, silence, echoes, and grace is great. Uh, the greatest it, hits is even cool. Yeah, it's like the side of a bomber. Yeah, and it and each one has a hit, like a hit marker, and yeah. then the two bonus tracks are listed as like misses. Yep, that's cool. It is cool. I wonder if uh, Black Star Riders uh, kind of lifted that bomber 
Mm, I mean, I'm sure they're not the Foo Fighters isn't the first person yeah. to do that. Black Star Riders recording a third album right now. Oh, nice. Go over to Pledge Music. There's a thing over at Pledge Music. I didn't tell you about this, but I think I'm going to do it. Um, for $130, mm-hmm. they're going to have an album listening party here in... Uh, in this Los studio. An- in this studio. <laughs> no, in Los Angeles with uh, Ricky Warwick, a friend of the show, will be there. Oh, along great. with uh, Robbie Crane and... Um, oh, forgive me, I'm forgetting the... Uh, Jimmy DeGrassi, the drummer. So those three guys are going to be there. And for 130 bucks, you get to hang out with them and listen to the album before it's released. That's pretty great. I've paid $130 to go to a concert, and I don't get to sit with the guys that made the music. Yeah. So I think I'm going to do it. Only 20, there's only 20 uh, slots available, but the last I checked, I think like 16 of them were still around. Oh, so nice. So I think I'm going to do that. Yeah, that sounds cool. Yeah. What if they just go, okay, there it is, just put it on, and then they just leave the room. <laughs> they give they everyone a pair of headphones. How was it? Was it good? All right, get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> is it a house, or is it going to be at the studio? It's or? probably at a recording studio, I would think. That's cool. I wonder if they'll order a pizza. That might be extra. I'm going to bring donuts when I do do it. I'm going to bring donuts for the guys. Hey, guys, I brought donuts. Bring 19 donuts. <laughs> Why 19? Because there are 20 people. 20 people. <laughs> 20. Uh, I'll bring 20, but I'll eat one in the car. Yeah. And I'll have glaze all over my face. <laughs> I, go, I don't know what happened. I told him 20. All right, I'm going to play another song off of uh, A Boy Named Goo. And this is, uh, this is a song that you uh, probably don't know. So I wanted to play uh, you know, a couple songs you don't know, too. So let's hear it. Now, Kyle, have you ever heard that song before? No, but um, even though I've never heard it, it has one of those, it just sounds familiar. You know what sounds I mean? Sounds familiar. Which I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but it's... Uh, no, I liked it. I, it's a good tune. Yeah. Goo Goo Dolls, folks. I think a lot of people think that, um, you know, because uh, we're, we're going to get into some ballady stuff and, you know, and I think people dismiss them a little yeah. bit, but... Um, and I, w- I will say this about them. I know we're only halfway into the song, or third way into the songs I'm going to play. I will say that um, that the albums, uh, other than like a couple, maybe two or three, the albums aren't great from start to finish. But there are some great songs in there. Like the Foo Fighters albums, I really, I like them start to finish for the yeah. most part. I, can I mean, there might be one or two that yeah. are like, oh, but you don't hate it so much that you... No, no, Change, no. You know? No, you're not fast-forwarding uh, all Constantly, the time. yeah. But yeah, some of these Foo Fighters, al- um, Goo Goo Dolls albums, if I'm being honest, don't hold up as, as complete albums. But you're going to find tracks on there that you, that you fucking love. Like, you'll go, oh, I didn't really like this album. But man, these <laughs> four tracks were fucking great. So they're a good cherry-pick <laughs> band. I like Long Way Down from this album, too. That's a really good song. Uh, Long Way Down is great, but I, th- I think I've yeah, played I it on here so, uh, quite a few times. There's so. a band called Haste the Day that has a really great cover of that, too. Are they like, like uh, are they one of these bands that uh, that you like that like, sings like... Yeah, is but it one the, of those but, bands? Yeah, but the, the cover of it isn't like that. It's, I was just clearing my throat. Oh. 
Um, What's your next tune? I can't wait to hear. So this is another, this is a song that is from the color and shape. I'm going to do a double shot because I'll play the regular one after oh, this. Oh, are you just going to call an audible? Yeah. But, oh, uh, wow. This, this, Did, uh, this first one is, uh, is from the Monkey Wrench single. It's the B-side on that. It's up in arms. It's called the slow version. So I'll play that first and then I'll jump into the to the other one. Oh, so we're going to hear up in arms twice. Yeah. A slow version and then a rocking and version. And the regular version. Gotcha. Yeah, so. That's a good call, Kyle. So that's the slow version. It's a, it's it's good, but I actually like the other version better. So this is what this one sounds like. Still starts off like the same. great yeah that great uh, that rocking one once it kicks in that really rocks yeah that really uh that kills a, the, it the, comes the, in at like the perfect time on the album too because it's kind of it's a little deep within uh within the album and so it's like oh this is going to be a slow song and then just out of yeah. nowhere it just really kicks in so that's awesome very nice very nice when we're talking about the goo goo dolls we're talking about a boy named goo that was their first breakthrough album mm-hmm. and then the follow-up to that came out uh three years later called dizzy up the girl and now they're just straight up warner brothers no metal blade they must have you know whatever yeah. fulfilled that five or six album contract whatever it was but dizzy up mm-hmm. the girl sells three and a half million copies besting wow. a boy named goo by a million and a half and this is uh that's that's kind of rare when you have like such a great hit yeah, yeah, yeah. your fifth and then your sixth one but dizzy blows it out of the yeah, water but dizzy up the girl has tons of great songs i mean tons of singles hits that people yeah know. and the first one i'm going to play is i'm just going to play the the track that opens up the album and it's just called uh, dizzy This is the first time that they work with a, a big name producer too. They work with a guy named Rob Cavallo, 
and Rob Cavallo produced Green Day's Dookie and bands uh, My Chemical Romance and uh, Shine Down and oh, wow. all kinds of stuff. So uh, Meatloaf, he worked with Meatloaf on an album called Hang Cool Teddy Bear. Terrible, terrible album. Um, but uh, yeah, this is the first time they're hooked up with a with a name producer, and it it they reap the benefits of it with uh, with big uh, big 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 uh, sound and big sales. Cool. Hi, I'm here. Hey. Uh, this is uh this song is only on a soundtrack. This Foo Fighters song. Um, what's what soundtrack? Oh, is this on Orange County? This is from Orange County. Oh my is, god, dude! This is the best this song. song. This song is so great. Why isn't this on the greatest hits? This we should we should do sometime best songs that aren't on an album. That aren't on an album by the band. Yeah. Who's in the Jack Black is in this movie? Jack Black, Colin Hanks. This is a pretty funny movie. Tried this to get Colin good... Hanks in the show when his documentary about Tower Records was out. Yeah. Too busy. So thankfully, we're going to have Tom Hanks on talking about Sully. <laughs> and we're Movies gonna, about people saving the day. And then we're going to play songs about planes. And people doing their jobs. What if we could get Tom Hanks to play songs about planes? Uh, how many songs about planes? Maybe we'll just play all music by Jefferson Airplane. He's like, I picked leaving on a jet plane. There you go. I bet. I, you know what? Hold on. I'm going to go. I'm in my, I got my iTunes with me. I'm gonna I'm gonna type the word plane in, and I'm gonna see what happens. There's Jet by Paul McCartney and Wings. Jet, yeah, they're thinking out of the box. That's yeah, good. that's good. Jet, I might not have thought to do it like that. Okay, here we go. We got, I got a song called Wooden Planes. Mm. I got uh, that. Does a higher plane doesn't work? That's a completely different thing. Uh, Elton John has a song called Planes from Rock of the Westies. Mm. How about that? How about that? What else do we got? Mm, this might not be a good idea, but if we can get uh, if we can just get Tom Hanks in here, I'm all for it. What are you miming to him? I just want him to grab me another beer, and in that cupboard over there is a bottle opener. Why don't you just say that? That I was trying to be professional. We're not professional broadcasters. Was that your plain impression? You know who that is? Who? It's the Red Baron. No case in this thing right here. I was gonna guess the Wright brothers, but beer talk. Um, so let's uh, let's, let's play this song. This song's called "The One." Oh, this is so great, so good. So good, and that's honestly the best song on that soundtrack because it has "Butterfly" by Crazy Town. No, there's a Phantom Planet song on here. Oh, there's an Offspring song, "Social Distortion," Mm -hmm. "Love and Mercy" by Brian Wilson's on here. Maybe it's not the best song. I bet this is a sound. If you don't own this song, I bet this is a soundtrack that you can find for like a buck ninety nine somewhere. Yeah, 
band called Sugar Bomb. The, the Sugar movie Bomb. itself has 25 credited songs, leaving nine off of the soundtrack. I don't know what those nine are. It's been a while since I've seen this movie, but this is a pretty, it's a pretty funny movie. What's it about? What's the premise? Um, basically, I think uh, Jack Black and Colin Hanks are stepbrothers. And they live in the same house, and um, Colin Hanks wants to be a writer, and he basically applies for a school and doesn't get in, and it's one of those where they he was late with his application or he turned the wrong thing in, so he and Jack Black go to uh, you know to to fix it, and that you know hijinks ensue. Colin Hanks is 38 now. He's like 23 when this thing came out. That's crazy. That is nuts, right? 2001, yeah. 23. Young Hanks is what I call him. All right, let's go back to the Goo Goo Dolls action. I get Goo Goo Dolls. Mm-hmm. So anyway, this uh, Dizzy Up the Girl uh, has Slide, Broadway, Black Balloon, and they also had a big hit from a movie called City of Angels. And that album was included, and that song was included on this album. And that's the one I'm going to play right now. This is a great tune. It's a shame your brother's not on uh, headphones right now because he loves the song. This is Iris. And I give up forever to touch you. Because I know that you feel me somehow. You're the closest to heaven that I'll ever be. And I don't want to go home right now Nicolas Cage sings this in the movie, right? <laughs> I hope not. Yes, but he's in his Ghost Rider makeup. All I can breathe is your life sooner or later This was when Meg Ryan looked good. Now she looks like Ghost Rider. My face looks like Ghost Rider. I have. Now, uh, I, uh, go ahead. Do you? I have info about this song. Do you also? No, have I info? have just a story about this. Song. Let me tell you the info here. Uh, this is. Uh, it remains one of the biggest crossover hits in the history of popular music, crossing over from modern rock radio to pop to adult contemporary, reaching number one on all of those formats. Also, becoming the most played song of 1998. So basically. If this is your one and only hit, you're like a one-hit wonder. But since they've built up yeah. an audience, then when they have a song like this, this allows them to still mm-hmm. be making albums today, a song as big as this. Yeah, I mean, and, and I, this is one of those songs where I think uh, no matter like your age at the time of hearing it or even now, I, I think a lot of people know this song. And not necessarily even from the movie. You know, I think just, it kind of know it that jump started it, but it you know they still play it today because it it, it is a good song, and it uh, it's also one of those songs that I don't think Iris has ever said in the song. No, it's not. So that's one of those ones where mm-hmm. uh, that, that can be a topic someday. Songs that uh, that are name of the song is not even yeah. in the in the song itself. Yeah, pretty cool. So yeah, I just had a quick story. My friend uh, David Recker. Wrecker? Yeah, David Wrecker. He used to. Uh, he used. Well, to how do you spell that? R e c 
W-R-K-E-R. I wish it was W-R-E, because yeah. then he'd be the wrecking. Yeah. He'd be the wrecking ball rock. Yeah. You gotta get in that he, rock. He thought he was a ladies' man, but he wasn't. And on field trips, he would, like, at night when we'd be coming back from uh-huh. wherever, on the bus, he would sing this to girls. Ew. <laughs> Fucking gross. <laughs> uh, David Pecker. <laughs> is he married now or with a girlfriend he, or anything? He is with a girlfriend. What's she like? She oh, seems normal. I've never met her. Oh, boy. He's whipped at home, I gotta tell you. Is he was he a roommate of yours? No, uh, he lived across the hall from us in college as well. But he also went to. Can he sing? No, I like anything about him. <laughs> I, honestly, I, I know I know a lot, I've met a lot of your friends. A lot of them are okay. He's uh, he's on the peripheral. This guy's bottom of the barrel. Does he listen to the show? No, oh, no. Doesn't even know. Doesn't even own a computer. No, he doesn't. Hmm. He's too busy singing Iris. <sighs> I hate him. Uh, What's your next tune? This is, this is from Echoes, Silence, Patience, and Grace. Okay. So this is uh, this is the one. I, this album. is the album that I always forget what the title is. Yeah, it's just a bunch of words. Um, now say those words again. Echoes, mm-hmm. silence, mm-hmm. patience, uh-huh. and grace. You just activated the Winter Soldier. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so <laughs> these. Uh, this song is like right in the middle of the album. Uh, it's we called, don't need to know the placement. <laughs> uh, it's called Cheer Up Boys, Your Makeup is Running. All right. good they use uh, gil norton as producer the first time they used him since the color and the shape mm-hmm. this has uh this has big hits and big video songs yeah um road to uh, road to ruin mm-hmm. long road to ruin the pretender let it die i mean this yeah. is this has killer songs on it yeah if, this the is a really Fight- good album. if the foo fighters played their four best songs off every album during that a, would the be- show which is basically they kind of do that and then they play a little bit more off whatever album they're touring with. I yeah. mean, it's a, you go see the Foo Fighters, there's no disappointment happening. That's, that's a three-hour show. Mm-hmm. They, uh, they don't do an encore. They just play right through. Yep. Um, when we saw him, Dave was in the throne. Yeah, and but he still moved more than most. More energy than half the people that we see that aren't, uh, you know, incapacitated. Yeah. yeah. It's... Uh, I guarantee he moves more in that throne than Axel does normally. My eye. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's go to some goos. I've never seen the goos, uh, the Goo Goo Dolls in concert. I would go see them. Are they coming? Um, They were either, they're either coming or they were just here. They usually play the Greek theater. Oh. You going to check tour dates? Sure. Do something. (laughs) This is... uh, they take about three or four albums, or three or four years between albums. This is from their uh, next album, 2002. This is uh, Gutter Flower. Uh, that might have been a little bit too much time in between 
that's pretty. T- that's four years. I think is too much when you're coming off a, a big album like with, that it, with a hit like Iris. Yeah, that's, and for me, this album is is not. I don't know if it was that well received. It's just it, this is one that is not that great. Yeah, and, and they had the time to make one. They did. Yeah, and uh, the first song, I'll, the song I'm going to play, it's the hit single, and it's a great song. It's uh, here is gone. Just to give you a little uh, a little proof of what Kyle said about taking that much time off, again, Dizzy Up the Girl sold uh, 3,600,000 copies. This album sold 800,000 copies. Yeah. So a big dip. It's still a gold record hanging up in their, uh, in their uh, North Hollywood apartment. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, eight, an 800,000 albums is respectable. That's, that's gold in the U.S., yeah. but just a big drop-off. Big, big, big drop off. Yeah. So, what do you got up for the Foo Fighters? Um, also, looking at looking at numbers here, it looks like it looks like the Goo Goo Dolls actually have sold more albums than the Foo Fighters. Wow. Yeah, the Foo Fighters, their album sales aren't huge. You know what I mean? Like each one sells like a million or whatever. Yeah. Which is great, but um, but I mean the Foo Fighters obviously the more popular tour bigger wise, band, yeah. yeah. Selling out and doing a couple nights in and LA. Big, yeah, big venues. Yeah, yeah. you know the forum. For Wembley, two nights. Wembley. Come on. Uh, okay, the, they played the moon. <laughs> uh, this is a song that I just like. I think the guitar is great in this song. It's called "Hey Johnny Park." This is from "The Color and the Shape." Great album cover. Figured out what we should have done. Hmm. We should have played the uh, Foo Fighters, Goo Goo Dolls, and Simon and Garfunkel. Foo's, Goo's, and Jews. <laughs> Seriously. That's what we should have done. Do you want to start over? Sure. <laughs> uh, I'm going to, even though I said it, it wasn't, it's not a great album, I'm going to jump back into Gutterflower again because um, 
Johnny Resnick, as we said, he's he's pretty much known as the he's the front man of the of the band now. Yeah. But uh, but this uh, this little troll, this little troll guy, Robbie, he still sings uh, he still sings a couple of songs each album. So let's hear uh, let's hear his voice on a song called what's it called, Kyle? Uh, you never, you never know. know. You never you, you never know. You never know. This guy, th- this guy's songs are good too, and they usually are, are the yeah. more rocking of the songs on the album. But let's face it: who are you going to have fronting your band? You going to have John Bon Jovi or Frodo, <laughs> right? I mean, it's not you can't he can't be the face of the band. It's like that guy from Fallout Boy. The lead singer's like the dumpiest guy in the band. Yeah, his name's Patrick Stump. That's what he kind of looks like. Oh Jesus! Change the, the, that name. The only person, Stump. the only person that looks like they belong in that band is Pete Wentz. The other two yeah. guys look like the guy who plays Chewbacca. I used to think Pete Wentz was the lead singer because he was good looking. Yeah, no, and he married Ashley Simpson. Yeah, yeah. John Bon Jovi's got the power to turn back time. Did you know that? <laughs> Have you seen those Directv ads? Oh yeah, I like them. Yeah, he also <laughs> looks like Mark Summers in those ads. Let the hair go gray. <laughs> I gotta be honest. I I. I'm hoping that that's a song from the new album. Turn Back Time. But he just tweaked it for these ads. Because it sounds exactly like a Bon Jovi song. Yeah, that could be. No one likes Bon Jovi but me, Casey. I can't get one person to like Bon Jovi. I don't mind Bon Jovi, but I'm not going to... Here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to put this out there right now. If there's a Bon Jovi fan out there that listens to this show, and I mean a big Bon Jovi fan, like you have all the albums, you've seen them in concert multiple times, you know the new material. If you're ever in Los Angeles, you can co-host this show with me, a Bon Jovi show. I want a fan to sit down here and record a Bon Jovi show so that the rest of the listeners can take a break from listening. (laughs) But I want to do that. I want to do a Bon Jovi show. Okay. With, with, what, what are you gonna? What are you gonna use? You gonna use these two hands? That's a great song. That's a great song. God damn it! These two hands is a great song. All right, your turn. Play. Your um, f- this is from the 2005 album In Your Honor. This is called No Way Back. John Paul Jones from Led Zeppelin is featured on two tracks on this album. This is a double right. album. 
Yeah. The I I I would I don't say that they have a a bad album, but I think the second CD of this album I that, don't play. That that's much. the one I don't play either. Now I wonder. You know what we should do? Hmm. You and I should both play that this week. Take it okay. in the car because. It might be something that we put on and go, holy fuck, I can't believe I haven't been listening to this. Yeah, this is the, amazing. I mean, the first the first 10 songs are so great. In I Your mean, Honor, No Way Back, Best of You, DOA, DOA Best Hell, of You. The last song. Th- th- those first six are amazing. It's it's insane. I, I don't really remember Free Me that much. End Over End is great. Deepest Blues are black. Free, Free Me and Resolve are the two I don't really recognize off the bat. And then the ones I don't recognize are the 10 from disc two. <laughs> um, I know but cool J in the sun cause Taylor sings that yeah. and friend of a friend is really yeah. good. And disc two is, um, disc two is, a, is an acoustic slower side. Yeah. The, the whole point was to do like a rockin' album and then an acoustic slower. And yeah, I we just, get it guys. <laughs> and then, uh, their next album was echoes, silence, patience and grace. And they kind of mixed both of those together. Yeah. So there's, yeah, which I think is a better mesh of it. But, I mean, yeah, again, I don't hate this second album. I just don't listen to it that often. I got to pull it out and let Casey, you know what we'll be listening to tomorrow? Yeah, I'll pull this out and listen to this tomorrow. This too. You know what else I might pull out? This right here. Bon what do you think of this? No, this. <laughs> his Bon Jovi. Yeah. His Bon Giovanni. Bon Giovanni. That's his real name. I know. Something like that. <laughs> Goo Goo Dolls, here we go. They wait four years again. 2006. That's, it's too long, guys. It, after Dizzy Up That Girl, there should have been one in 2000 or 2001, and then the, and then one in 2003, yeah. probably. A president every four years. I know. Goo Goo Dolls would not win that election <laughs> every four years. This, uh, this album's called Let Love In. Uh, it, again, they have a dip in sales, but it sells 500,000 copies, which, again, is respectable. And it's got a couple of hits on here. I like a, I like a lot of these songs. They even do a, a Super Tramp cover. They do a song called Give a Little Bit. But I'm going to play the first song from the album. This kicks it off. This is co-written by uh, Johnny Resnick and Glenn Ballard, who also co-produced the album. And this song rocks. This is called Stay With You. Here it comes, it's coming. Solid song, I, yeah. It's solid. Song. I this is the one album cover of theirs that I really, really like. I don't know why. It's just very simple. It's like a. It's the girl's face, half of the girl's yeah, face. Yeah, and it has like white with some red lettering. Yeah, it's cool. It's a very cool album cover. Now I got to tell you, I got to. I want to. If if the uh, if the other two members of the Foo Fighter, if, I'm sorry, I keep messing that up. 
Because Foos and Goose, if the other two members of the Goo Goo Dolls are listening, that's, again, that's Samwise Gamgee <laughs> and, uh, and, and whoever the drummer is at the time. If Johnny Resnick ever decides to do a solo album, you guys are fucked. Yeah, that's it. Because it's done. So you guys better stay on his good side. If, I hope you guys just kiss, kiss his ass as much as possible because it is fucking over. If this guy decides to go solo, now the Goo Dolls, in between Dizzy Up That Girl and Gutterflower, they released a compilation album that had kind of like the best songs from their first few albums. But they re-recorded Name for that. That doesn't even make sense to me. No, one of their biggest songs. They, and and the the re-recorded versions, it's really good. It's just not the original version. Yep. It's almost like they didn't want to kill the catalog. Because a lot of people say that. They say a Greatest Hits album is a catalog killer. Especially with a band like Goo Goo Dolls. I mm-hmm. really think, like as I said before, the hits are really solid. And if you have the Greatest Hits, you might not even want to venture out and listen to an album. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause, but there, they're like, well, you still have to buy a boy named Goo to get that original tune. Mm-hmm. So maybe that was a smart. Maybe there's Maybe that was a smart. Maybe the thing that they did was a smart. Are you Super Mario? I don't know. I added a, I added a, 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 an uh in there when I said, that was a smart. Pass it to chips. The, Do you hear uh, it? Can, they, can the people eat? I'm trying to eat my chips when the music's playing. Yeah. So they can't. Can you? Are you doing it too? Yeah. And what's Kyle doing? He's eating them right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working when the music's playing. That's um, so funny. But no, like the, That's the, so funny, the Foo man. Fighters greatest his I don't think is a catalog killer. No, it's I all don't the think hits it is. that you pretty much hear on the radio anyway. But there's, but there's, but it's like all my life, best of you, everlong pretender, but my hero, but it's learn missing, to fly. It's missing some stuff there too. Yeah, it's definitely missing some. You're, you're looking. I have the, stuff. I have the version that comes in like a leather bound book, and then also comes with a DVD of the videos. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I always, I'm a sucker for those things. Yeah, well, that's that's a, not that a, has a nice package. That's a, I've not, seen that's that. That's gorgeous. Yeah, that's how I have the first two. Um, People don't give a shit about this. I have the first two uh, Black Star Riders albums in that same format. Yeah, that's those are those are nice packing because it's a, it's like a hardback. It's a hardback, almost like book. it looks like um, almost like a Dr. Seuss book, yeah, like that yeah, kind yeah. of feeling that like yep. Go Dog Go vinyl mm-hmm. type cover. And then I have uh, I also have uh, ACDC's Black Ice in the same type of packaging. Ooh. Now I'm going to be pissed off if the next Black Star Riders album comes out and it's not in that same package. Yeah, see that's that's, that's the, the trick. danger because then then you have inconsistencies and I then know. you go all jewel case, but mm-hmm. those other two are yep. too nice. It's a yeah, it's a. And that's when I take a flamethrower to the place. <laughs> Burn it down. Yes. <laughs> I go to the Black Star Riders clubhouse, where they have their listening parties, and I bomb that place. <laughs> All right. Did you just play a song? No, you did. Okay, your turn. Hater. I just put a chip in my mouth. I know. Because um, you're ready to talk. Dumb. Uh, glug, 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 burp. This is from One by One. This is called Overdrive. And this, I don't think, is on their greatest hits. What did okay. you say? I couldn't hear it over Chip Face. <laughs> uh, this is Overdrive. Turn it like a wheel inside your head 
Yeah, Overdrive is not on the greatest hits, but the greatest hits also includes uh, an acoustic version of Everlong. Yeah, and that's good. I've actually heard them play that version on uh, the radio, the acoustic version sometimes. Well, yeah, they're on the radio. They bring an acoustic in there, and they just, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they're in a small studio. Mm-hmm. That's how they do it, Kyle. Everything on the radio is live, correct? I think so. Yeah. Everything here is live, unless I added out uh, Crunchy Face. Uh, one more song from... Is that the next Goo Goo Dolls album, Crunchy <laughs> Face? <laughs> Maybe. One more song from uh, the Let Love In album. It's the title track, uh, Let Love In. This is also a good tune. One in this world to let you in And you stand there A frozen light In dark and empty streets And you smile Hiding behind a God-given face And I know you're so much more Everything they ignore is all I need to see And you're the Oh, I have that in my iTunes because I like that song. Yeah, that's a nice pop tune. Yeah, it's good. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I didn't write it. Oh, oh, you didn't? No. Now, which one was that singing? Was that Frodo singing, or was that uh, was that Legolas? No, that no, that's Legolas. <laughs> uh, and then another great song on it is "Better Days." This this has this has like three or four uh, solid yeah. solid songs on it. And the nice thing about iTunes is you can cherry pick some of these you can songs. Cherry you pick can, their songs. Go there. Listen to 90 seconds of them. Buy them on Amazon. Maybe you go to uh, rocksolidpodcast.com and use our Amazon affiliate link and go yeah. in there and buy a song, you yeah. sons of bitches. And then in four years, you can wait and buy an album by then. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I call it a Greatest Hits Volume 2. <laughs> okay. um, this, is, this is from the first Foo Fighters album, album when this was only Dave. Um, and this is, I tried to pick a deeper track on this. This is called Alone and Easy Target. Yeah. Very nice. I'm recording tonight with uh, bruised ribs. Did I say that earlier? Mm-hmm. I bruised ribs. I bruised my ribs in the swimming pool. Were you like boogie boarding or were you like uh, you nope. know, diving in? Crawling out of the side of the pool. Oh, what? what did, were you drowning? Did something happen? Nope. Just leisurely crawling out. <laughs> Do you always crawl out of the pool or were you, were you like in 
I crawl out like I'm a monster. <laughs> you and, evolving? And literally, the left side of my rib cage just buckled against the cement uh, <gasps> corner, and I could actually feel it like. Uh. And I was like, "What the f?" So that's what that's I'm doing. Right now. I'm playing injured tonight. Well, I'm glad you All could right. be here. I'm glad you dressed for the game. <laughs> Thank you. There's trouble in Goo Goo Dolls land, folks. There is some trouble right now in Goo Goo Dolls land, and here's why. What are you doing? I was I was taking a picture of the setup because I'm gonna post it on uh, Instagram later. Okay, you don't take my picture unless I, I didn't. Say. I didn't take your picture. I was taking this. I dress like I'm ready to, to wash dishes at Denny's, <laughs> so I don't want any my picture taken tonight. I and mean, it's weird because you're wearing a three piece suit. I'm not. I'm showered. I think I I didn't shower for three days. When? Look at Casey's face. <laughs> Casey is a germaphobe and a neatnik. I was in the pool two days. But I didn't. I didn't shower. Well, because of the ribs. Did you take an ice bath? Uh, no, I have. I, I'm icing the ribs though. Mm. Yeah, with with icing, like from for a cake with barbecue sauce. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There's um. There's trouble in Goo Goo Dolls Land because they, they wait again. They wait four years, and they release an album called Something for the Rest of Us. And I remember I reviewed this album for Pop Culture Beast, and I was not kind to this album. It's one of those times when, when an album has, it has four producers, like multiple producers um, across one a, for bunch, each year. a bunch of dip, bunch of different tracks. It's not cohesive. <laughs> um, and now this, the last out, Let Love In sold half a million copies. This album sells 34,000. I think I say 34. 34,000 copies. That's, That's sad. That's really bad. And the album is not good, but... Uh, the, the thing I've noticed about the Goo Goo Dolls is that they don't really... They could have a cool-looking logo. I, I agree, they, but they don't. But they don't. And they don't, like, stick to a one typeface. So, yeah. you could be... I mean, no one really looks through CDs, but you could be looking online or something mm. and see... And this, this album cover is very plain, very generic. It's really generic. I mean, if this were a Chicago album cover, you would notice it because of the Chicago font the, or logo. The logo, yeah. But there's no... I don't even know how to describe it, really. It's, it's literally just like, a, like an old piece of marble or something that yeah. looks kind of carved in with like kind of a... With some fancy girly yeah, writing. Yeah, like a curly Q Goo Dolls font and then like a just like a... A box at the bottom that says, you know, something for the rest of it. It almost looks like it's on yeah. a tomb or something. But yeah, I feel like if they had an uh, like a recognizable logo and they could have a cool logo, that yeah. it would um, it would help. Yeah, for sure. They kind of use the same typeface at the beginning of their career. Yeah, but, but then they just discarded that. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's kind of weird. So uh, the song I chose off this, it's the opening track. I do. I probably like two, maybe three songs on that this but then the, the other songs i don't think are good at all so it's it's rough but this is a this is a song called uh, sweetest lie butch vig one of the producers i know Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. 
trying to think of who that sounds like because it doesn't really sound like the Goo Goo Dolls, but yeah. it just sounds like I don't know. And again, this album is uh, Legolo sings uh, ten songs, and uh, Pippin sings two. <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah, just not. It's not a just. Good one. Yeah, I feel like it should be. It's weird because of how well, you know, um, Let Love In did, you know, for yes. for the yeah. timing and, you know, it being, you know, the Goo Goo Dolls that, you know, the, yeah. that's really their kind of their biggest hit since uh, Dizzy Up That Girl. Yeah. So um, I like how you put the emphasis on up. Dizzy up that girl. Dizzy up that girl. Dizzy up that girl. Dizzy up that or girl. Dizzy up the girl. Goo goo dolls. Goo goo dolls. Uh, yeah, this is just this is a total miss. This album's a total miss. I don't. It's it not stinks. even. It doesn't sit on my shelf. Does not sit on my shelf. No. Yeah, that's kind of a bummer. Yeah, it is because I mean they could have had a flourishing second breath but this seems to be like the gutter flower of uh yeah of let love in mm -hmm. all right what's up uh now the food's still going strong we are still going not strong. a misstep this is uh this is also from the color and the shape i think this is my favorite album and this um is definitely my favorite song that's why i picked it i mean people have heard it a million times but i picked kind of the the part towards the end where dave is shouting um and this is uh, monkey wrench oh, monkey wrench is the best Song's great. Good, that's good, a good. that's a good fuck you song. You know yeah, what I mean? I agree. I agree with you. Now the next uh, for me, I'm gonna uh, Goo Goo Dolls. Their next album comes out three years later. It's called Magnetic. I love this cover. It's got like a hot model on there uh, in a in a military helmet sucking a lollipop. Oh yeah. Who is that model? I couldn't find out. And it's a uh, it's kind of like has like a like a, a Photoshop filter on it. Yeah, it um, looks cool though. Yeah, it's, it's a cool album. I'm gonna play. Th I'm gonna play three tracks off this album. Uh, Not in a it's row. The last album to feature drummer Mike Malin Malinin. Yeah, like I call it, like with this band, <laughs> I call him the drummer. <laughs> I mean, I call all it, songs written by Resnick, Frodo, and the drummer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, here's when you describe this band, you describe them like this. You describe them like it's Brad Pitt, <laughs> Bilbo. And a drummer. <laughs> I mean, that's the band. <laughs> so anyway, well, I don't. I think the order that I have in front of me is different. What's the first song that you have in front of you? Caught in the storm. Caught in the storm. Okay, and I think, I think. Oh, I'm sorry. When the world breaks your heart. That's the first one I have. Oh, you're killing me. 
Okay, let's hear. This is track two on the album, and this is When the World Breaks Your Heart from Magnetic. I remember the night I was singing to you by the light of the TV. We had a bed on the floor. I couldn't give you much more. And you said this is all that I need. All the darkest nights, all the broken dreams fade away when I... Model on the cover is Lauren Young, and what has she done? And who does she? Is she uh, <laughs> she can't possibly date uh... <laughs> Frodo, right? Um, who does she, she date one of the members of the band? Is that how I, she got there? I don't know. I'm looking it up. Uh, she's a Filipino American actress and model. Uh, very pretty. She's pretty. Um. These are good details. Mm, uh, mm. There's really, there's really nothing. She's just done a bunch of Filipino TV shows. All right. Well, I'm not going to discount the Filipino television shows like no. you just did. No, no. I just mean like it wasn't anything that anyone would immediately recognize. Now this album also has multiple producers, but for some reason this is much more cohesive. It actually, the songs flow and sound good together. And I can I can tell you that the album sales are better. It went from thirty four thousand on the last album. This one uh, sells ninety eight thousand. They probably th- people pr- probably just thought there were seven years in between Goo Goo Dolls albums. Yeah, they probably forgot that something for the rest of us. Yeah, something for no one. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> they made that album for themselves. Bullshit Not, for the rest of finally, us. Finally, finally, they made something for the rest of us with uh, the album called Magnetic. Okay, and we're gonna hear. This some is more also of that. just more of a visually pleasing album cover yeah because it just pops it's like a green and orange and it just i mean i know that we don't walk into the into record stores right now and see big album displays and stuff but that but on even if you're scrolling through itunes or or a list of best albums or albums that are coming out you kind of would you would gravitate towards that because you'd be like oh what's that you know but yeah it's like it's just when you have something that looks like everything else or just nothing it's just very innocuous that that album cover between uh, let love in and magnetic. It's such a mm-hmm. s- fucking slu- snooze. Snooze. It's a. I. It's a loser and a snoozer. It's a snooze. I am really tongue tied tonight, and I'm not even drinking. Yeah. It's the pain meds from my ribs. Mm-hmm. What do you got? Oxys. Yeah, yeah, and and barbecue sauce. <laughs> Go ahead. What's your next one? Uh, this is also from. There's nothing left to lose. Uh, this is breakout. This is not also not on their greatest hits album. No, and this, this is, is a fantastic great song. song. Casey, how bored are you? A uh, scale of one to ten. I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm just a little tired. That's all. No, right. mm-hmm. Okay. That doesn't bode well for the audience when someone in the yeah. room is sleeping. Uh, yeah, this is a breakout. All right. Just 
That's so yeah, good. So good. How long would Dave be able to shred like that with his voice? Um, I mean, I think he's one one of those people that he definitely uses it all the time. Yeah. Um, and I think, I, he, I mean, he knows technique and everything, and I don't think he's doing it in the wrong right, way. Right. So I think he's fine. I mean, he played with a broken leg. That's true. <laughs> He'll be fine. Yeah, I don't think. Uh, and in I, I mean, even if he's not able to yell that much, yeah, I'm sure either he'll uh, amend it or Taylor will yeah. be the one yelling, something like that. So This is a very in-depth musical episode tonight. We didn't go off on any tangents. We didn't play any Hanna-Barbera music. <laughs> you know? Should we? Should we hear the Impossibles theme? Let's hear the Impossibles theme. <laughs> and then I would like to hear the theme from the Amazing Chan and the Chan Clan. Could we do that? Sure. How, how quickly can you find this? Because um, I'm just vamping right now, man. I'm vamping. Vamping? Uh, yeah, I think that's what you call it. Is this The Impossibles? This is Frankenstein Jr. and The Impossibles. Okay, let's do it. Presenting Frankenstein Jr. at The Impossibles. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, go. Impossibles. Coil Man. He's my favorite. The scene when things look mean. Impossibles. Fluid Man. This one sucks. Stays on the spot, the spot that's hot. Impossibles. Multiman. He has a, he has a shield. That's weird. What was the other one? Chan Clan? The Amazing Chan and the Chan Clan. Uh, here we go. This is it Charlie Chan? Yes. Racist. <laughs> this is like a racist Scooby-Doo. Yeah. That was how they pitched it. <laughs> At what point do you think there's a gong in this song? Oh, there's gotta be. And there was. Oh, their car could turn into different things. Yes, different cars. <laughs> They're being chased by a caveman. That was their go-to on all those cartoons. A fucking caveman. song too it's so bad what is the um what's what is that uh, there was a caveman captain caveman. captain caveman yeah okay, let's do it now captain caveman looks very much like the bass player from goo goo dolls <laughs> he he also looks like um one of the slag brothers from wacky races oh that's true you're right I hated this cartoon. Separated by the teen angels from his prehistoric like cousin glacier ice comes the world's first superhero, Captain Caveman. Now the constant companion to the teen angels, Brenda, 
Dee Dee and Taffy in their hilarious and sometimes scary mystery missions. Get ready for Captain Caveman and the Teen Angels. That wasn't even a song. No. And there's exposition. The guy just tells you what you're going to watch. Hey, they're superheroes. It's going to be funny. And it's going to be uh, sometimes scary. He's the first superhero for no reason. He looks like Cousin It. And talks like, he talks like Cookie Monster at first. He's like, Captain Caveman. And then he goes, I'm Captain Caveman. <laughs> he's just like the worst. They were like, make him sound like Cookie Monster and Birdman at the same time. Can you do that? How about, how about come up with something original, Hanna-Barbera? You and fu- it was literally, you every, everyone was like, a bunch of teenagers, a weird thing in a in a car. Yeah, and that was it. Yep. And they, well, it's all mysteries. Mm-hmm. All right, let's continue. By the way, it's Foo Fighters and Goo Goo Dolls. It's not the Foo Fighters. It's not the Goo Goo Dolls. Even though you have one of your songs written as the Goo Goo Dolls in here, that's how iTunes gave it to me. And they're what full a of, bunch of fucking bastards. Uh, another song off Magnetic. This was the first single. This I love this song. This is such a fun song. Uh, this clip is probably a little longer than the rest tonight, but this is a song called Rebel Beat. This sounds great. Yeah. We keep heading in the same direction. You become my own reflection. Is that your soul that you're trying to protect? I always hoped that we would intersect, yeah. You need time to cope and time to heal. Time to cry if it's what you feel. Oh, life can hurt when it gets too real. I can hold you up when it's hard to deal alive. Alive, alive is all I want to feel tonight, tonight I need to be where you are, I need to be where you are That, if that song came out two years after Let Love In instead of seven years after it, these guys are 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 flying up the charts again. I really like that song. I really think it's catchy. I also really think it sounds like something from Disney Channel Camp Rock. <coughs> Especially the court. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Not going to lie. Maybe Selena Gomez would sing that. And that Austin kid. What's his name? Uh, Austin Pile of Shit. <laughs> Is that not his name? I might miss it. I might. I really. I. I almost hope it is. <laughs> What's your next song? Um, this is the. This is the last one I have from the Foo Fighters, and coincidentally, it is called the last song. This is from In Your Honor, and uh, this one's. This one's great too. To walk, to walk, to walk, to walk, to make any ground. 
nice, very nice. Yeah. Very, very nice. All right, let's do some promoting, and I'm going to play us out with a, a, a Goo Goo song. The Goo Goo Dolls have a brand new album out. It came out in, uh, on May 6th. <laughs> it comes 6th. out in two years. <laughs> <laughs> it, came out, it came out on May 6th, of this, just, just this past year, and it's called Boxes, and it's not a good album cover either. Did you see this album cover? Oh, it's a, it, it, it's a dud again. It, really, it looks like It's the, a box. <laughs> well, it, it's a cloudy day with a box, like a cardboard box, like you're looking into it, and there's a sunny day inside. Inside the cardboard box. But... It, it, it again. It's it's sort of an innocuous. It doesn't really, you doesn't know, grab it, it, you at it all. doesn't really grab you. It kind of pulls you into the middle. It takes you away from the where it says "goo dolls boxes." Like that might be nice on the back. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. That might be a nice back album cover, but yeah. it's just sort of. It's it's a nothing. It's a, it's a zip. It's a zero. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, even that's if I sad. thought, even if I saw this. I didn't know this album came out. I didn't even know there was a new album until... I know. I actually, until you said May 6th, I thought it was coming out soon. No, no. Can't, it's already out. <laughs> How was it selling? Mm, look, Kyle, everything <laughs> can't sell. Um, no, it, sold, uh, it's, it has sold 15,000 copies so far. All right, so we're halfway there for, uh, <laughs> for, the for sales, something for the rest of us. For the, the, for the sales of the album that also had a bad cover. But anyway, let's uh, let's promote Casey. You're here. You have a Twitter. Uh, you got you're on Twitter. I am. Do you want any people following you? Yeah, sure. What do you got? What's your Twitter handle? At Irish Freak Eight. At Irish Freak and the number eight. Yes. What are your tweets mainly about? Sports. Sometimes about politics. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Very diverse. Very mm-hmm. diverse. Wow. Yeah. And then Some sometimes people... about rants too that I just feel like. Also, a lot of people have more followers on Twitter than. Something for the rest of us sold. <laughs> probably. Definitely. Yeah. Not even probably. No, definitely. Um, Casey, uh, you're looking forward to the upcoming season of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yes, very much so. Because you can't get enough of the Larry David. No. If Larry David would walk in this room right now, what would you do? I would definitely. probably get yelled at by Larry David. <laughs> uh, okay, Kyle, you're at Kyle Dotson Funny. I am. Trying to get verified, if anyone out there knows what Kyle can do to get verified. Yeah. Please help. Um, I'm uh-huh. at uh, Pat underscore Francis verified. And um, we are at Rock Solid Show. Uh, Andrew Rich is the guy who writes our weekly show notes. A-bombs is what his nickname is, according to Murray Valariano. Yeah. A-bombs. He has not told us yet if he likes that or does not like it. I know that in uh, the Red Hulk storyline, Rick Jones becomes Abomination, and they call him A Bomb. So I don't know if that's any coincidence. I, I'm not sure. Is is Andrew Rich? Is he a big comic book guy? I don't know. I don't know either. Andrew, help us. Tell us a little about yourself. I think there should be like a like. like I'm not going to tell you what to do. You do it out of the kindness maybe, of your heart. Maybe at the end of there everything, there needs to be an icon whenever we say. Uh, a-bombs, and he throws it in the notes. Oh, I wasn't even going to say that. I was going to say to learn a little more about Andrew Rich, maybe he puts a little fact about himself periodically. Not oh, everyone. That would be cool. Yeah. He's a young kid. I think he's uh, I think he's 13. <laughs> he couldn't be 13. He's got to be a little older than that, right? I think this, he graduated this, college. This is, this is explicit. Maybe he graduated. Maybe Doogie Howser did. Oh. And this um, is his journal he writes yep, at the end of every journal. episode? This is his journal. Um, I don't know who's doing the um, the artwork for this one yet. I'll figure that out. 
But uh, it might be someone in the Foo Fighters. It might be the or, uh, sorry, in the Goo Goo Dolls. Former drummer of the Goo Goo Dolls is probably going to throw <laughs> this together for us. Um, like us on Facebook. Write a nice. Uh, no one's written any reviews for a while on iTunes. If you have time, do that. Um, I read somewhere that if you subscribe via iTunes on your phone, mm-hmm. that sometimes that gives you a little bit of a more of a boost. In so ratings and stuff. You subscribe on your computer, but also subscribe on yeah, your phone? Yeah, like, like sign into iTunes on your phone and hit subscribe, I think. Let's I, try that, folks. See what that does that for might, us. That might work. And uh, and write a review, obviously, yeah. helps. Now, Somehow it goes into the algorithm. At, uh, at rocksolidpodcast.com, there's a, there's a button there for donations. I'm telling you. For as little $2 a month, you won't even know you gave that to us. 50, yeah. cent, 50 cents a week. You can't even get a cup of coffee for that. So throw us a You'd have try to go to that. The 50s or something to do a lot that. Of, a, lot of, a lot of people have donated recently, so I thank you guys. I send them a personal note. They get the, the Live from the Rock Solid CD and uh, the studio oh, CD. Oh, nice. So uh, cool, yeah, that's thanks. cool. But uh, Casey, thanks for sitting in and uh, putting up with us. Kyle, this was, this was more serious than we've ever been, just the two of us on this show. I think so, yeah. It was uh, a little more focused. We're passionate about these two bands. Now, obviously, the, the we're ba- passionate about one of the bands, and you like the other one, right? Yes, the <laughs> Foo Fighters are an amazing band. Guga, 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 Gago, Gugu, Gugu Dolls are they're pretty good. They have good songs. I would, I would see them in concert. Yeah, I would say that if you make if you burn if you make your own hits compilation from Foo Fighters and the Gugu Dolls, just the hits from both of those bands. I think you're going to enjoy yeah. both of those pretty yeah, I equally. Yeah, you'd have a, a pretty solid... But as far as listen, the album listening experience, that yeah. goes to Foo Fighters. I mean, I would go see the Foo Fighters every time they come in town. I would too. I would not miss the Foo Fighters, and I would never see the Goo Goo Dolls. <laughs> All right, let's play out with a song. This is the opening track from the, uh, from the poorly titled Boxes. You know what you do? You pack up all your Goo Goo Doll CDs in a box, send them back to the label. <laughs> Uh, Thank you, Kyle. Thank you, Casey. This song is called Over and Over. Let's hear it.